0: Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 46. Hear these words of scripture. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at the break of the day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And that's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to Thanks God. To God. Thank you, Aaron.
1: Today we continue our series: What is God like? And it's inspired by this children's book by Rachel Held Evans and Matthew Paul Turner. And in the first pages of the book, we read, "What is God like?" That is a very big question, one that people from places all around the world have wondered about since the beginning of time and while nobody has seen all of God because God is far too big for any of us to fully see we can know what God is like and then the book continues with illustrations and descriptions of God that we see in scripture to show us what God is like And we are using this children's book as a tool to help us, to remind us that God calls us, whether we are little kids or big kids or somewhere in between, to continuously throughout our lives seek God and to ask questions and to wonder about what is God like. And today we are reminded that God is like a fort, strong and secure, with walls that are mighty and safe. Inside, there are hidden places to hold you when you're scared or need a quiet place to rest. Let us pray. O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing and joyful to you, you who is our rock and our redeemer. Amen. When I was growing up, each summer we had a babysitter that would watch my brother and I while my parents went to work each day. And I don't know how the babysitter did it, but they would always come up with ways to keep us busy and entertained. We never watched television, we never sat down, we were constantly doing stuff and I remember one of the things that we would do was we would play store outside and I lived out in the country and so there wasn't like we didn't couldn't go to a park or we couldn't do different things we just had the house and then we lived on route seven like it's a busy road so there was no walking to a friend's house or anything so we would play store outside and each of the different trees was a different store And we would go from store to store, buying things with acorns and leaves and pieces of grass and all that. And we had a blast. And the hardest days for our babysitters to keep us busy were those days filled with summer storms. But in a way, those were the days that I look forward to most because I knew what we were going to do. We were going to do this we were gonna build a blanket fort. We would gather together all of the blankets and the comforters and the pillows and the kitchen chairs and everything else, and we'd bring it all into the living room and the entire room would become one big fort. And we had a blast. My brother didn't like, still doesn't like, the loud claps of thunder or the lightning strikes. And so he would go into the fort, and as soon as he climbed in there, he would feel better. He would feel safer and more relaxed, because the pillows and the blankets, they muffled the sounds of the thunder and, they, and the light that would come in from the lightning strikes. And it brought this sense of calm to him on this otherwise anxious-filled day. And that's what God is like. God is like a fort, strong and secure, with walls that are mighty and safe. And inside, inside God, there are these hidden places to hold you when you're feeling scared or you need a quiet place to rest. All throughout scripture, we see this metaphor of God as a fort or a fortress, a place of refuge and strength and help, and we particularly see it in the Psalms. Beginning with Psalm 2, it says, blessed are all who take refuge in God, and then it's repeated again and again and again throughout the Psalms. Psalm 7 says, Lord my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me, And then it goes on, or they will tear me apart like a lion and rip me to pieces with no one to rescue me. So God, be my refuge so that they will not, the world will not tear me apart. Or Psalm 61, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against a foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. But in today's scripture, Psalm 46 that Aaron read for us, it begins, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. And then it says in verse 2, therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with its surging. God can be trusted, we learn, because God rules the world. God's strength and power created the universe and everything in it. Remember a couple of weeks, God is like an artist. And so no matter what the world might look like or feel like around us, we can know that God is in control. And not only is God in control, but it says in that verse God is for us. God is an ever-present help in trouble. And so then to illustrate this first point, the psalmist goes on to describe this this ultimate worst-case scenario. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, Now, this sounds like the ultimate combination of an earthquake, like a 10.0 earthquake and a huge hurricane coming together. And that sounds awful enough. But in this scripture, it goes even further than that because in the Near Eastern, the ancient Near Eastern view for the people who this was originally written for, their view of the universe was that the mountains they were both the foundations that anchored the dry land in the midst of this this watery chaos, and the mountains were the ones that held up the sky. So the worst thing that could possibly happen was for these mountains to shake and to rumble, because that meant that the earth would simultaneously fall into this watery chaos and the sky would fall down and drop on top of you. That sounds awful. In contemporary terms, it's kind of like like nuclear winter. Or like what happens when the ozone layer is depleted and the, the earth's temperatures rise really quickly. And we see hurricanes and wildfires and tornadoes and floods and drought and everything all at once. And you don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next. Even when the world, the natural world around us, threatens to undo everything. When the very structures of the world as we know it are falling apart. We see in this psalm that God is still a reliable refuge. And we will not fear. And then, as if that wasn't enough of an illustration, then the psalmist goes on to prove the point even further, illustrating this refuge and strength of God in another scenario. In verse 6, it says, Nations are in an uproar, and kingdoms fall, and God lifts his voice, and the earth melts. So when human made things are in chaos and the kingdoms and the nations are at war with one another and entire systems of government are in mayhem and chaos, no God calms it simply by speaking, just as God did at the very beginning. In verse 9, it says he makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. All wars cease. God breaks the bow and shatters the spear, and God burns the shields with fire. God says, be still and know that I am God. God says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. And this be still, often when we When we hear this, it's that be still and like take time to meditate and to relax and have a moment with God. But really, this be still is God. He makes wars cease at the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. God is breaking all of those things that we fight with one another about. And then he says, be still. (laughs) It's like with my children where I'm just like, stop it. That's what God is saying here. Just stop. Stop with the fighting. Stop trying to think that you're in control. Stop depending on yourselves and your possessions and your own abilities and your own human systems. Stop. Just just stop. And depend on me. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Trust in me, God says. I am where you will find ultimate security. I remember one particular summer when I was little, we were having lots of really bad storms. It was a lot like this past week here where it was just storm upon storm upon storm. Now, as an adult, it's fun. When I was a child... It was not and so it was one night and there were all of these storms no one was sleeping there was threats of tornadoes and all the things on TV and we were all just anxious and so my mom had all of us go downstairs into the basement and she made this kind of nest (laughs) for us and I still remember the green sleeping bags And the the brown and the beige plaid blanket that I have now that was from my parents' wedding, okay, it's like total 70s, and pillows and all of it. And she made this big nest, and we all just sat in there together, and then we were finally able to relax and sleep because we were downstairs, we were together, we were safe in that fort that nest. And that's what I imagine when I hear this be still that God is saying and know that I am God. Because when we when we really actually stop trying to handle all of the different things ourselves and we really allow ourselves to rest in God. That's when we can truly let our guard down. And have that true relaxation and rest. And the the psalm ends for or because the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. No matter if it feels like the world is crashing in on us from above and below and there's hurricanes and tornadoes and wildfires and droughts and floods and 12 inches of water in our basement, because that's fun. All of that. And no matter if all of the governmental and human-made systems are going sideways and turned upside down, not that that's actually happening, even then, God is with us. Our refuge, our strength, and ever present, always present, help in trouble. And so this week, I I challenge you to think about where you find your, your comfort and your security as you're going throughout your week, because it's easy to think about this here and say, yes, yes, God is my refuge and strength, yes, and then we go into the world and we get distracted by shiny things and other people and what everybody else is saying. So I challenge you, as you're in the world, think, where are you getting your strength? Where are you getting your comfort? Is it from the to-do lists, and the plans, and the schedules, and all the things that you're making to have that control? Or are you having, are you allowing your control to come from God? That comfort is your comfort and security coming from the one who made the heavens and the earth. And think about how it would feel in the midst of whatever you're doing. I really, I pray that this happens, that, that you will imagine yourself in all of the striving and the doing, that you will imagine being like a little child again. Because you all, you did, you made forts, right? You made pillow forts growing up, right? Jamie didn't, but everybody else did, right? (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He helped make this one. Imagine what it would be like to be a little child again and to just crawl in, into that fort, and being held and comforted by God. Maybe make a fort and then send in a picture that would be fun. I want to see I want to oh look, these are from look, look at how little my children are. Oh, they're so cute. And they're <laughs> these are pictures from COVID when there were so many forts in my house. And this is Hans. Uh, he even dogs like forts. So I, I, do, I challenge you to think about this and make a fort and sit in the fort. And imagine yourself as that child of God. Look, he just looks so funny. Oh, Honto. And just know that you are loved by God. That you are God's little child. And that you are God's beloved. And that you are held and you are safe. For God is like a fort. Strong and secure. With the walls that are mighty and safe inside. They're not held up like a mop like that one is. But inside, God, there are these hidden places to hold you when you're scared or need a quiet place to rest. Let us pray. God, we are grateful that you are like a fort, a blanket fort and a fortress. You have built walls to care for us and protect us when we need protecting, and you have built walls that crumble and hold us when we need help. God, may we be attuned to the ways that you are securing us and you are loving us and that you are with us in the everyday world, making those spaces Where we need, when we need a quiet place to rest, we might just crawl in and take a moment and know that you have got this and it will be okay. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now I will turn it over to the worship band and I will invite everyone to let us stand and let us sing as we prepare for prayer.
2: and doesn't tell my story. I know you'll move mountains for me. You're just there. every breath I breathe an invitation to believe you are creating something good. Though the season doesn't tell my story, I know you'll move mountains for me. You're just that. don't have enough, cause he's more than enough, and he knows what I need, so I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough, cause he's more than enough, and he knows what I need,
1: seated. We have quite a few prayers that have come in. Kathy asked for prayers for her brother Joe who had a pacemaker um, put in and it went um, and he's now home and recuperating as well as prayers for a friend who is trying to find a job. And Shelly asked for prayers for Carol and David on the loss of their brother and their family pet, and prayers as they are caring for David's sister who has colon and lung cancer, and also prayers for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us. And Taylor asked for prayers for Carol as she struggles with MS, and for all the students starting back to school. Allow them to grow in knowledge as well as their faith. Linda asked for prayers of comfort and courage for both Bev and her sister Marilyn, as well as prayers for uh, the suicide yesterday of one of the high school freshmen, Um, and there are no official details yet, but God knows, and we just pray. And Kim asked for prayers of health for pets and prayers for peace. And Tim and Leslie Miller um, have the joy for the birth of Emma Abigail to Brian and Olivia on Monday. Yeah, we need to clap, yes. <laughs> and then also Miss Emma has a birthday buddy with um, Camden James Lundholm, who is Bob Lundholm's new grandson, was born on uh, the same day in the evening. So she got she's a little bit older than him. So prayers and, and of joy for, for both families. Yes, we can clap too. Yes. And Marla asked for prayers for the community of Uniontown as they work through the emotions of an unexpected tragedy on Thursday evening. And Kathy, asks for prayers for her parents and all others who are dealing with no electric power, uh, no electric after last week's storms. Um, I know there are families that still on the, the east side. And Dana echoes that um, after all the tornadoes and storms on Thursday, they're still without power. And so prayers for all of them. And Kathy and Don ask for prayers for Jenny and and family. Um, for prayers of comfort on the loss of her father. And Sue asked for b- prayers for Bill Ellenberger as he had his first treatment for lymphoma this past week. Uh, prayers and cards are appreciated. And so with that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Oh God, we know that you are a safe place to hide. You are our mighty fortress, and you are our ever-present help in our time of need. We can and we do turn to you in the midst of all of our troubles, because God, you know that this world is full of all kinds of difficulties. And we might feel afraid, we might feel like we don't know what to do, but we do not allow that to overcome us. Because we know that we can trust you. And so we pause now and lift up in our heart's voice our individual prayers of joy and concern, knowing that you hear each one of your children. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We are grateful for the sounds of little voices having fun and learning about you. For your love and your grace that are like streams of water in the desert. And your joy that comes splashing down upon us, refreshing and renewing us each and every day. God, may we feel your presence and be assured in every moment of our life that we can trust you that we can find comfort and strength and ever present help in you and we pray all of these things together and say the prayer that Jesus taught so long ago our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And the last thing we do each Sunday is to remind us of the ways that we can take God's love into the world with us, knowing that it doesn't, our worship doesn't end here, but it goes with us into every day. And so we can be a part of bringing God's grace and hope to people through um, this is the last week to collect donations for womankind. We are collecting baby clothes up to 2T, so all those adorable little baby clothes that you see in the stores, we're collecting those, and diapers, and the baby shampoo, and the formula, and all those things that babies need, we're collecting downstairs in our donation station, also known as our coat closet. Uh, You can put them downstairs, or you can order stuff online and you can have it shipped here if you are worshiping from elsewhere and all of this goes to women who are uninsured or underinsured um, and the womankind maternal and prenatal care center and um, the executive director of womankind will be at the combined united women in faith and eve circle meeting that will be on september 6th Um, there's are 6.30. You can come for refreshments. 7 o'clock is the program, and you can find out more information and learn about Womankind and all of the wonderful ministry that they do. And then also coming up in, um, in September is our fall kickoff. And the kickoff is uh, the time when we gather together. It's on September 10th. It'll be directly following the 10.30 service, uh, and we'll gather together and have yummy food, and have the Kona ice truck, and a bounce house, and yard games, and all kinds of fun things, family pictures, just all of it. And so you're invited to come, and whether you've been attending for what feels like a million years, or just a couple of days. And so um, we do ask that you register for this. You can go to bumclinks.com to just let us know that you're coming. And also on there, if you would like to make a donation for uh, the fall kickoff, uh, like everything else, it costs money to do things. And so if you're able to make a donation, that's wonderful. Um, The suggested donation is $10 per person, but do not let money keep you from coming. We want everybody to come no matter what. Um, and then finally, the, um, we have Talk with the Team that is coming up, and that's our, the beginning of our, our membership journey, and that's on September 17th. And Talk with the Team is really just an opportunity for anybody who's newer to the church to come to talk with myself and the staff, and you can get to know um, who we are here at the church and what we do as different staff members, and you can kind of put faces with names and email addresses, Right. Um, and you can take a tour of the church with, uh, with Jeff, who is one of our facilities directors. And so um, it's just a fun time, and then that'll begin our um, membership journey throughout the fall. So if you're interested in participating in any of this, you can go to bumclinks.com and sign up, or just pick up the phone, and you can call the church office, too. That works. So with that, let us receive the benediction so that we can go and do God's good work in the world. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Let us stand and let us sing.
2: so much stronger, the King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with
1: holy thunder and leaves us breathless in awe and wonder, the King
2: of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfaithful Amen. It's such a privilege to worship with y'all. I hope you have a wonderful week.